Hey, welcome to the Sish Wagon. Now live on Spotify and I think Amazon Music, uh, I think Apple Podcasts, uh, Podcast Index, basically fucking everywhere. We're everywhere. I have come, I've brought the podcast everywhere. So, you know, this is something I should have really done about 10 episodes ago, but like, I'm lazy, you know, I'm not lazy, I need, you know, I call myself lazy, but really, I've just been fucking busy, and like, you know, I felt like my energy was better put in actually, you know, creating epic podcast episodes over, um, you know, actually running a podcast and trying to make it successful in any way shape or form but uh yeah that's uh you know that's all in the past right now we're we're everywhere we're broadcasting in as many places as we possibly can and uh yeah so you know we're off to the moon people we're going there we're going to the big to the big dance we're going to be the biggest podcast in the world anyway so Late night, it's a late night Friday, it's technically Saturday. Just finished work about nearly a couple hours ago now, worked the late shift, clocked off at 11pm. It was a fucking wild, bit of a wild shift at work really, it was fucking busy for one. So, you know, your boy was flat out and, you know, when it's, when it's busy, who's, you don't have to, you don't have to second guess who's, Who's the guy that puts his hand up to take on that extra work, put his fucking head down and just grind and grind and just, you know, sacrifices all for the good of the team. That's me. You know, that's me. I am, I am top slave. I am top wage slave in this office. I will, I will expend all my energy into this pointless thing that you're paying me money for better than anybody fucking else. Cause that's how I do it. So yeah, you know, was working pretty hard, pretty tired right now actually. Don't know, don't know how that's gonna affect things. So had to had to work pretty hard today at work. That's not why it was weird. What was weird was fucking coworkers, man. Let's just say the coworkers, you know, pretty pretty fucking poor performance by some of these cunts today. You know, not gonna name names, but first of all, one cunt was meant to come in. I was, well, this, this is a bit of a, like, what the fuck from the supervisor too, like, this kind of, you know, after I explain what happened here, you're gonna, you're gonna understand that this is not a well-functioning office, this is not being run at, you know, if I was, if I was running things, we would be tightening the shit big time, but we'll get to that, so anyway, so one of the guys, we'll call him, We'll call him, uh, what should we call him? We'll call him Ranjit, okay? We'll call him Ranjit. So Ranjit, you know, was meant to start at 2 o'clock. He was just doing a five-hour shift today. He was going to start at 2 o'clock and finish at 7 p.m. Now, Ranjit did not come into the office today at all. Like, just no show. Didn't tell anybody, didn't call in sick, didn't fucking leave a note, just just didn't show up. 
And the supervisor, let's just say, he didn't realize this until about six o'clock. So four hours had passed. This count was meant to be here four hours ago. And I just hear like over my shoulder from where the supervisor sits because he was sitting sort of off, not far from me, not far from me, just over my shoulder. He goes, where's Ranjit? Have any of you guys seen him today? And we were just like, no, no, I haven't fucking seen him. He's like, oh, for fuck's sake, he was meant to come in. So he gives him a call and I'm sitting close enough where I can, you know, hear the whole call. So he, he gives him a call and he's like, Ranjit, mate, where are you? You were meant to be here at two o'clock. What's going on? He's just like, and then this is, this is, this is an excuse. He just says, oh, I was, I was, no, I, do, I won't try and do an accident. And that's how we're going to get this thing canceled. He says, oh, sorry. I didn't, I couldn't come in today. I was tired. <laughs> okay. And the supervisor goes, okay, well, were you going to let me know that? Were you going to let anyone know that? And he's like, oh, oh, no, sorry. I thought it would be fine. I just didn't, couldn't come in today because I was tired. So, you know. And then, basically, without boring you to shit, he went on for two minutes trying to just completely confuse that why the supervisor was pissed off at him for not coming into work at all. Because he was fucking tired. And I know this guy, he wasn't tired. He was he was blazed. He was high as fuck. That's why he, he probably, you know, he was being started too. He probably got higher, you know, had a ba- got baked around lunchtime and just completely forgot. And then, you know, probably fell asleep or something because, you know, that's what happens when you get way too high way too early in the day. But yeah, so that was one. So that was, yeah, position, person one. Now, person two, can't fully blame blame this guy we'll call him we'll call him mark can't really blame mark but i can so you know because of the job we we always have somebody somebody's on standby each day you basically if you're on standby if you don't get called in you'll get paid an hour's wage for doing nothing but if someone you know someone's sick or you know doesn't show up because they're tired you're gonna come in and cover for them you know it just doesn't matter what you're doing you you, you're the person on standby you know you got to come in self-explanatory i hope so so anyway mark was mark was on standby so just after supervisor realizes we're a man down and have been for like four fucking hours and oh shit that's why we're falling behind on the work he's like oh we should call i should call mark and make sure he you know get him in here so we have somebody on and so he calls Mark at about six o'clock and he's like, hey, Mark, can you come in, please? And he's, Mark's like, oh, do I have to? And he's like, yeah, you have to. And he's like, all right, I can't get there till eight o'clock, which, you know, two hours notice. Okay, what are you going to do? He's going to come in for three hours. That's enough. That's all we really needed someone to cover. So it's eight o'clock. Supervisor's about to go home. He's like, fuck's sake, where's Mark? He's not here. All right. I'm going to head off. He's like, I mean, Matt, Mark doesn't show up. Give me a call. And so it's 8 o'clock. And it's 8.30. Now it's 8.45. And I'm just about to pick up my phone and be like, call up the supervisor and be like, hey, Mark's not coming. He's fucked up. But just as I'm about to do that, door opens, Mark's here. 
you know, Mark's a cool guy. I get on well with Mark. He's real nerdy, real fucking, you know, real uptight, wound uptight guy. But, uh, you know, he's, 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 uh, you know, I gotta get him on. I might, it might be a guy I get on the sesh one day soon. Probably got some good stories. Definitely enjoys the sesh. But, uh, Mark comes in and he's huffing and he's puffing and he's like, sorry, I'm late. Oh, traffic getting into town at 8.30 at night was crazy. And then, you know, he's just, he's out of breath. He's real loud. I was like, oh, it's all good, man. You know, whatever. He goes, sits down, sits down at, a, at the desk just behind me and he's going on, he's talking. He's just like, oh man, you know, supervisor called me and I was, I was down the road at Celine's having di- dinner with my friend. He just went through a breakup and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then I just realized, Celine's, that's literally a 400 meter walk away from our office. I'm like, this guy wasn't a fucking traffic. He was just, you know, and then, then he keeps talking and I'm just like, this guy's, I was just, you know, he's just yabbering on, slurring his words. This guy's, this guy's pissed. And he was. About 20 minutes later, he's just like, oh man, I may have had one, one or two drinks too many at dinner with my friend, a bit tipsy. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I noticed, I noticed. So yeah, and it was just me and him in the office from those last three hours. So, well, two and a half, whatever it was since he got in there. So yeah, yeah, man. Had to pull the weight of a dude pissed as fuck. Yeah, we had some good chat, though. We had some good chat. It's fucking slow, though. Like, I still had to do, like... I probably did... I did at least two-thirds, close to three-quarters of the total work there for the rest of the night. Like, he really wasn't pulling his weight, but... You know, at least I didn't have to do 100%. That's really what I was thinking. Like, can't blame this guy. Like, I would have done the exact same thing. It's... Yeah, I kind of... I blame the supervisor for most of it, because, like, really, he should have fucking called him at least by, like, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, once he realised the other guy wasn't coming in, and if he got that call then, then I'm pretty sure, you know, he wouldn't have gone on the piss on a Friday night by then, but, you know, he was, he would have already been at dinner, a couple of brews deep, and, yeah, his friend legit was going through a breakup, so I was like, oh, I can't leave this guy here, I promised him, so, but, yeah, yeah, man. Not, not, things aren't, things aren't, man, things aren't, man, run, run particularly well when, man, they need me, they need me to step up, no one's, no one's said anything yet, but they need, they need someone like me to come in, in, in a leadership position, and just crack the whip, tighten things up, and just get shit running well, man, you know, because your boy, your boy, he's got, I got, I got what I like to call CEO potential. You know, I got I got that th- that thing about me, man. I'm gonna be if this podcasting thing doesn't doesn't work out, man. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be running some big multinational corporation. I'm gonna be the CEO of a big boss, man. Just running shit, just keeping a tight shift, keeping all my workers in order, but also giving them good working conditions, getting the most productivity out of them, just really pushing them, motivating them working hard and just, you know, all that good shit, so, yeah man, like, 
I'm built for it. I just know I am. I'm a leader. Leader of my generation. So, yeah, man. That's that's what's happening with work. But really, man, I suppose it's just like that with everybody. Everybody's just, just, people are shitty workers, honestly. I don't think I've ever had a job where, like, over half the people that have worked at that job are just fucking terrible at it. And that's, you know, I've worked some pretty weird, weird jobs, man. Like, I've worked in, like, mental homes and, you know, worked as a bouncer. Worked with a lot of disabled people and, you know, jobs like that, like, people are fucking useless. Just absolutely terrible. Like, I had, I worked back in the mental home days. I worked with this one chick. And... Again, not a not a not a terrible not a terrible human being. Let's check. We'll call her T. T. She she loved the weed, and you can't fault somebody for loving their weed. It's the greatest plant, greatest drug on earth. But T loved the weed so much that she would just smoke weed at work on the premises and not give a fuck. Like she would literally just be getting high all day, all day. Like, doing eight-hour shifts, she's off in, out in the back, smoking weed for at least six hours of it. She's only in the office to give the nutcases their medication, cook them a feed, and make sure they haven't burnt the house down. And so that takes her about two hours of a day. So the rest, the rest of the six hours, she was literally sitting in the back garden of the house just smoking weed by herself. And i got to respect that, because, you know, I'm talking about how I'll be a great, great, great leader, a great CEO. But to be honest, I've been a pretty shitty worker. I used to do that. I was working security for a while. I'm being a hypocrite here, honestly. I used to get high, like, I'd do a 12-hour shift. I'd be high for 11 hours and 50 minutes. So, yeah, man. Really, I don't think it's the people. I think it's the work that's the problem. Like, I mean, I get this feeling a lot. I don't know if it's just me. I'd hope it's not just me, but, like, all these menial tasks and repetitive bullshit and everything that most jobs entail, why do we do them? I know why we do them. We need money. We need to, you know, earn currency to pay for food and resources and just, you know, buy all the materialistic shit that we all need and to keep us happy and enslaved in debt and working these shitty jobs over and over again. But, like, what is it with human beings that they must, that they, you know, that they've got to, the goal in society to be a successful human being is to basically have other human beings around you that you're paying to do all the shit that you don't want to do so you can do the shit that you want to do. Because, you know, and so basically you've got all these minions around you that you just pay to do 
incremental tasks like, you know, do your accounting and do all your fucking booking and all that sort of shit and, you know, or if you're running computer shit, you got people that have, you know, that are doing data entry and looking all the co- at all the code and shit like that or you know if you're if you're a principal you got you got to make sure that your teachers are doing all the shitty stuff to make sure the kids are fucking getting their will broken every day and being indoctrinated into all this bullshit in society like really man like basically the way society is run, and there's a reason it's run like this, we'll get to this later, but it's literally like, it's a prison, it's a prison, and basically, you know, you got your working class, you got your upper class, you got your elite, well, you got your working class, your middle class, which is getting smaller and smaller by the day, and then you got your upper class, your elites, or the lizards, we'll call them lizards for now, we'll get into that soon. But basically, if you're 99.9% of the population, we'll go we'll go 98% of the population, because then we've got 2% of the middle class, but if you're 98% of the population, you're in the working class. And basically, what the working class is, is the group of human beings that had to spend 40 to 50 hours of their week doing all the medial, boring, dirty depressing bullshit you know that the upper class and even the middle class don't want to do so they pay us to do them and spend our day doing all of that shit so they don't even have to do any of it like you know think about it this way let's explain this in a little bit more detail a little bit, make it a little bit easier to understand with the kids at home. So, say you're a human being. You're a human being. You're a, what they call a hunter-gatherer. You live in the Amazon, detached from civilization, absolutely no modern technology, and you haven't even seen, you know, a white human, a human that wears full clothes, that has anything other than a piece of fabric covering their ballsack and a spear in their hand. And, you know, basically you're a hunter-gatherer, so all your day is centered, you know, all you care about is having the basic needs to survive, and outside of that, you do what the fuck you want. So, if you're a hunter-gatherer, you know, there's shit, there is shit that you have to do every day that you may not enjoy doing, but you have to do, and that is gathering and hunting food. Now, that could take one hour, that could take five minutes, that could take six hours, but once you've done that thing, the rest of the day is yours to do whatever the fuck you want. Now, basically, you know, at one point in time, the majority, if not all humans, were hunter-gatherers on Earth. And we evolved, in quotes, we evolved, some may say devolved, but we evolved into civilized human beings. 
and we all moved into cities except for the humans, the working class people that were designated to run the farms. The ones that were designated to run the factories were all brought into the city so they could live close to the factory. And then the ones that were designated to work in the desks and the cubicles could also work inside close to the city so that they were close to their offices. And then, you know, you got that many people living close together, you're going to need the hospital and then the working class nurses and doctors to do all the shit working in the hospital. And then if you've got a hospital and all these people, you're going to need schools and then all the working class people to take care of all the kids because, you know. So then you've got, instead of basically people, you know, the only thing you really had to worry about and you had to do all day was go hunt and find food. Now you've got people, if you're a factory worker, what you've got to do to get food all day is, you know, hand stitch 50,000 shoes together or, you know, sew 20,000 pairs of socks for 10 hours a day and go home. Or if you're a fucking, if you're an office worker, you got to spend eight hours a day typing up bullshit and going through bullshit documents and entering bullshit into bullshit on a computer. And then you're mentally burnt out and you go home and spend the rest of your time doing absolutely fucking nothing. Or you're a teacher where you spend six hours a day around everybody else's fucking kids and because everybody else are fuckwits, their kids are little fuckwits. And you come home and because you're absolutely sick and tired of spending all your time and energy on everybody else's fucking kids, you don't even have any any energy to properly raise your fucking kids and your kids grow up to be fuckwits too. And then the cycle of fuckwits continues on. Just like if you're a nurse or a doctor and, you know, you have to look, heal and take care of people for 8, 10, maybe even 12 hours a day, the more you do it, the more you have to do it, the less impactful and the, you know, the less attention you're going to be able to give to every individual person where if, you know, we went back to hunter-gatherer days, you're in a much smaller tribe, you know, you got 50 people in your tribe, you'll have, you know someone in every family that's got some sort of healing knowledge or medical knowledge from what fucking herbs and plants are going to make you feel better and get you from fucking dying and a, you know, horrible, painful death. So, you know, and they were more, more effective at it because they had less shit to do about it because they didn't have to do it all day, every day. They were, you know, able to do it because they wanted to do it. And so basically... You know, the reason, and the reason all these people are there doing all these things is because so that the upper class people can then harness the energy or the resources from all these working class people so that they then, they, you know, don't have to do any real hard work so that they can preserve a lifestyle where they can do whatever the fuck they want. 90% 90% of the time, like, yeah, sure, they have to do some work, they've got to, they've got to keep their minions in line, so that their minions can then spend all day keeping everybody else in line, but really, it's just these few people that have, you know, through families over decades and decades and centuries of just having all this money and all this land and all these resources that they 
protected and over everything and did whatever they could to grow as much as possible to then pass it on to their kid who then spent all of their life trying to start turn the amount of resources and money they have and trying to grow that and trying to you know build upon and expand and then they would do that and pass it down to their kid and it would keep going and going and going and until you get to today where you know because it's such a competitive environment only the very best of those families have gotten to the top and to the point where we literally live in a society where what there's there's probably going to be like I don't know like 12 families 13 families that run everything like you know and these are big fucking families there's like thousands of people within these families like I'm not you know they're descendants of descendants of descendants of certain people that actually you know did pretty well for themselves and were able to allow their children to build off their legacies and get as much resources and bullshit that they can get and because you know as as things get tighter and tighter into to the top this group got group gets more and more exclusive and harder to get into and if you're a working class person it's damn near impossible to you know save your money and save your resources or even come up with a good idea that you can then make money off and then you know build yourself and get yourself some land and keep going like you can get yourself so far with that but at the end of the day like it just takes it just you know you could you can make millions of dollars and have the business and an empire and you know because you've had to spend so much time you know to build this because like you started with nothing so you've had to put every bit of resource and you've had to spend 16 hour days for 30 40 years just to build this business to get to a point where you're able to have a slither of the amount of influence and resource control that some of these fucking 13 families have and because you've spent so much time you've neglected your family and neglected your kids and your kids grow up to be cunts and even maybe one or two of them get fucking addicted to crack and then once you're gone they piss all your money away and blow away all their inheritance and just ruin whatever legacy you had in terms of resources and your family just goes straight back to square one. So, yeah man. Really, that's just what the problem with human society is, man. We've got this group of people that are above it, they think they're above us. In terms of resource and monetary and all that sort of bullshit, yeah, they're above us, but really they're absolute low-life scum piece of shit to the earth because they feel like they have to fucking do all this shit just to maintain their power and influence. Otherwise, the world's literally going to end. What else are they going to have? Like, they've, they've been ingrained from, you know their parents and their parents' parents and their parents' parents' parents that the most important thing in the world are their materialistic possessions and their land and their prestige and their status and all that bullshit. So because they believe that, they do whatever the fuck they can to hold on to it. So then they start, you know, they feel like, fuck, you know, we've got to keep these people from figuring out that we're completely fucking up their lives and that this con of you know getting these people to be specialized little worker bees and go off and spend all their energy on one little area on one thing for 
40, 50 hours a week so that we can harvest that energy and use that and so that, you know, you've got, you know, people specialized in, in these small little bubbles and narrowing their focus and narrowing their minds that they can never really experience the full world and everything that goes on around them. But, and so that, you know, you've got all these little worker bees all pulling together and doing all the dirty work that these elites don't want to do so that they can sit around all day and explore the world and all the, you know, and hog all the, you know, all the good stuff and live in the most beautiful places and do all the, the most fun shit. But really, they're not even doing that. They're just, the those people, yeah, like I just said, have been taught all of their lives that the most important thing on this planet Earth is all the materialistic bullshit. So they're trapped by it. They're trapped. So they're trapped by that, and we're trapped by them. And yeah. What do we do about it? Like, we can identify the problem, like, what I've just said over the last 15 minutes or so, like, I don't think was that profound. Like, I, I feel like I was bouncing around all over the place there and I made some good points and sort of explained a little bit what I was getting into. But I feel like I at least, you know, for the most part, if you're still following along, you can understand you, you're resonating with that problem. Like, on on some level, that's, you know, for thousands of years, that's kind of how society's been run in terms of like, you know, our parents and our parents' parents and our grandparents and our grandparents' grandparents. Like, that's all they've ever known. And they've passed that down to all of us. And, you know, it's just a trap. It's a control system. And it's the control system. And I don't think, like, you know, when people talk about the leaders in the world, the society, the leaders of society, the thems, the theys, we're not talking about the jays, but, um, you know, people think that they're these evil, vindictive, horrible people that just want to see humanity suffer and, you know, they hate human beings and they hate humanity and they're, they're not even human, they're lizards. Did you hear that? They're lizards. We're ruled by lizards, people. They don't understand us. This is what this is what people actually believe. They, they believe that the people that are in the elites, the upper, upper class, that they're not even human, because how could they be? How could they do all the things to the world that's happening, all the bad stuff, all the war, all the pollution, all the, you know, all the kitty diddling? How could they do that? Because I could never do that. You know, this is how people think. They think, I could never do those evil things. And I'm a human being. And so the people doing those things, they just can't be human. 
you know, there must be aliens or, you know, influenced by spirits and possessed and all this bullshit. But the truth is, they're just human beings like the fucking rest of us. That's the problem. You know, you take Stacy from accounting. You know, fat Stacy from accounting. All she gives a fuck about is finding love, which she can never find because she's a horrible human being and a fat, ugly piece of shit. And, you know, she's, you know, just picture. Don't have to be. She doesn't have to even be fat. Just picture that shitty person in your workplace, the person that doesn't give a fuck about anybody but themselves, and that person that you just fucking hate. Picture them. It could be Sarah. It could be Jack. It could be whoever the fuck. <sighs> that person, you know. Put them in the shoes of a upper echelon elite. Even like a, you don't even have to think elite. Think royal. Think fucking Prince Andrew, Prince Charles. You know. Yeah, they're fuckwits, but put any Joe Blow fuckwit in that position, like raised in that family with this, the centuries old centuries worth of family traditions and family values of just you know protecting everything they believe in at all costs and you know your father's father and their father's father did this this and this and it was so good and it helped you know protect this and give us all these things and take this land and you know so how are you going to bring honor to their legacy and all that bullshit like it's all that fucking materialistic bullshit you know the same the same urge the same urge when you see that guy that you know delivers pizzas for a living driving down the street in a mac black bmw with the with the spoilers and the tinted windows you know, the same urge that would make that fuck would make that horrible financial decision is the exact same urge that the leaders in our society have when they completely fuck up our economy. Because, you know, they want to hold the FIFA Women's World Cup in 2023 or some bullshit like that. I don't know. Or the Women's World Rugby Rugby World Cup and, you know, just spending all this government funding on fucking bullshit nobody really wants. But because their values are all over the fucking place. And they, you know, they have a warped perception of reality and what people are actually going to like. So they spend the money on the thing. And sure, some people think it's cool, but most of us just think they're fucking losers. You know. So... Really, the long and short of it, the long and short of this rant, is the people running things, the people controlling society, the people running the world, putting these control mechanisms in place, 
at the end of the day, are just human fucking beings. And really, to get ourselves out of this bullshit, out of this place, out of, you know, this paradigm where the overwhelming majority of us have to slave away in these specialized jobs doing the same thing and narrowing our minds and focus day after day after day after day so that we can't be open to the beauty and everything good in the world and live fulfilling lives. The same, you know, if we want to get out of that trap and the people in the upper tiers of society want to get out of that fucking materialistic trap that's keeping them trapped in their lives we've got to look within man we've got to you know we've got to let go we've got to grow past all that bullshit all the fake shit And, you know, if you're listening at home, you're like, okay, well done, Matt. Good rant, you know, took too many pauses, spoke too slowly. It was just some high gibberish, but you made some good points. So, Matt, you've just laid all that out. You've identified the problem. You've identified the root cause of the problem. Now, how do you fix the problem? And uh, th- that's that's where I get stuck. That's where I get stuck, ladies and gentlemen. I don't fucking know. Does anybody know? Like, is the answer for all of us just to go live off in the mountains meditating all day and saying fuck all the responsibility? And fuck all this work and money and all that bullshit and just flip the table and get the fuck out of here. Is that the solution? I don't know. Certainly would be fun though. It would cause a lot of chaos, cause a lot of problems. But, yeah man. It's not something I think will get solved in our lifetimes. I don't think so man. Like human beings have got a long way to go of just fucking up the world, fucking up human society, enslaving each other, making each other live horrible, boring, mundane lives. I think we've got a long way to go. I think people are going to be waking up to that bullshit anytime soon. Some are. Some definitely are. If you listen to this, chances are you're at least part way there. But, you know, it's it's kind of pointless. It's kind of pointless to even think about it like that. It's kind of pointless to even let your brain go there. Like this whole last 40 minutes, I don't even know if it's really even productive. don't know if it's productive for me, productive for you, productive for anybody to really even think like that. I think that's basically, it's just overcomplicating life. 
getting in the way of life. Just like they're getting in the way of your life, you can get yourself in, in the way of your own life just by putting yourself in mental loops like that. Just by thinking why. Just thinking why are things the way they are. Why are things I can't control the way they are. You can waste a lot of time. Waste a lot of energy thinking like that and getting nowhere. So at the end of the day, as cliche as it is, you just got to, you know, as Mr. Langley, my under 15 A's rugby coach, we always used to say, you got to control the controllables, people. It's about the six inches in front of your fucking face every day. Control what you can control. Tackle what you can tackle. Try to do a little bit better today than you did yesterday. And that's all you can fucking do. It's all you can fucking do. All right. See you, cunts.